You're listening to a DM podcast. We are underway. G'day, guys. Welcome to Talking League. We're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. I'm your host, TK, and we've got the dream team in the house. G'day, Corbs. Oh, I thought I was waiting for the snake, but I'll, I'll, Corby, it's back. Is the yeah. snake gone? The dynamic duo. Yeah. The back court. We're ready yeah, to go. Nice. All right. On today's show, guys, we've got the Thursday. So we're going to be doing captain picks. We're going to do our weekly trade targets. Who's hot and who's not. So the ins and outs, the top five for both traded in and traded out. We've got our gut feel. We really liked that segment last time. So who we think is going to really outperform, and we might even have some out-down performers as well. We've got a couple of Q&A with some really good questions that we didn't cover yesterday. There's a couple of them there. And we've got Goat's Tips. Jeremy Latimer will be joining us with his tips. We're doing our tips, and then we'll finish off with a little bit of Punters Club. But, Corby, let's kick things off. Captain time. I don't know if – you know what? We're going to try and make it a little bit less boring today. But we'll start with you, Captain Time. Who you got? Yeah, mine is a bit boring because I've got Cleary and he was bought in for that reason only. Um, so sorry to Mark and the, the rest of the group, but um, Cleary is an easy easy pick for me. Yeah. Uh, I think being in the top 2,000, both of us, we just don't really need to take the chance, do we? So No, I'm just outside, but I'll... Yeah, I'm hovering. I'm hovering. Yeah, but I think as well, I'm going to take Cleary. I don't really need to take any risks. But for people outside that kind of top 5,000 want to maybe have a crack, I reckon Turbo's a good chance. It's the 100th game this week. He's got a, a couple of years ago, he scored an 85 against the Warriors as well. He's in good form. He's looking pretty good. So it's tempting, especially if you want to have a punt. I'm not telling you to do it, but I'm nearly telling you to do it. <laughs> I'm almost there. Uh, the feeder's always a good one, isn't he? Yeah. For those non-Cleary owners. Um, it's in a little bit of bad form, though. They've got a, a tough road trip. You now Ash Taylor's out at Campbelltown. Tiger's running into a bit of form, so. Yeah, I just, he, he, is, is he against Leilua yeah, or is he on the he other is. side? he's with Leilua, so that's going to make a big difference. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. That that could um, sort of, one of them is going to be hampered there, you would think. And we were talking Luciana Leilua, not Joey Leilua as well. If it was Joey Leilua, we'll, nah, we'll sure. put a C on him every day of the week, but not Luciano. Surely Joey's not fantasy relevant. His name shouldn't be brought up Mate, in this pod or any other pod. One of the boys, Eddie, he's in the top 1,000, and he was joking last night, sending me these messages going, I'm going to pick Joey. He's going to be listening to this too. I won't embarrass him by saying his surname, but I will next week if he gives me any more of these messages. He was trying to pick him up. That is... That's yeah, horrendous, I, mate. Yeah, that is bad. Yeah. All right, so we're staying both Cleary's there and the Turbo little maybe gut feel one, but uh, weekly trades, Corbs, who's your first... How many are you doing this week, man? Oh, I, I've got two in there at the moment, um, and the, there's one that's sort of just lingering. I mm. think I'm going to bring in the um, the Cini. Cini <laughs> or Cini? I think it's Cini. But it's kind of like Italian, right? He's like a redheaded, and he's got the mullet. He, he's a furthest looking Italian with his. Surely Cini is Italian, right? Surely Cini's Italian. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. It's it sounds like it. I'm my culture is uh, terrible. I'm not very cultured, but yeah, he <laughs> he uh, he sounds the Italian, but geez, he doesn't look it. Yeah. Well, one. Uh, more, yeah, so yeah I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm, Stefano and Alvaro. Uh, just I, I was. 
looking at keeping maybe Stefano and maybe just Alvaro, but I've got a bit of cash in the bank. I came in with about 400K in the bank and looking mm-hmm. to splurge. And it's sort of just that concept of leaving too much coin on the bank. And these two guys, are, yeah, you can hold them and they're just sort of going to float around their price at the moment. But yeah, like it's it's a perfect time to move. And if I can um, grab two blokes that are playing by anyway, yeah. it's almost an upgrade. So yeah, have you Sheeny, got, have Sheeny. you got mid cover, but mate? Yeah, so I've got uh, Crichton, Watson, Pengai, and then have you got Peach as well? Yeah, Peachy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, and then also who was the other one? Yeah, and then I've got Capewell there as well, and then also Schuster that I can push um, the some of my no, yeah, yeah, edges, man, edges, yeah. So I know I don't, I might have to look into that, but I've got Peachy there, so that's okay. that that's one there. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, the other one was the half. I I was looking at Hughes, mm. uh, then also Moses. And then started thinking about Fogarty, and I was like, you know when you get signs, signs to sort of pick a player? Yeah. Well, in comes Ash Taylor out for a few weeks. Yeah. So I, I think uh, Fogarty. He could dominate, I think. Yeah, and, and he plays the round 13 by. So I'm always, I've said before, I'm always that last minute pull the trigger, but uh, that's sort of who I'm looking at at the moment. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Buy cheap, sell high. And I think that's just describes Daniel Alvaro completely. I think he's at the top of the top of the pops there. So I've traded him out and upgraded to Tommy Turbo. So I had plenty of cash in the bank. So I wanted an additional wing fullback. Now thoughts on Turbo? I'm thinking I'm going to keep him for a minimum of four weeks. I just don't think he's going to do much during that Origin period because I think he'll get rested quite a bit. So I'm I just don't know what to do. I'm going to hold him. Maybe you'll see what happens with that first. First origin, see what Desi does with that one. And then the second one, I'm on the Senior Express as well. I've been looking to get rid of Guzlowski for ages. So by doing that trade, again, we get Sini, who's going to be playing, fingers crossed, up to that round 13. He's 50k cheaper, so I've banked 50k. He's got a break-even of one this week. And after what Mark told us and trying to – his new boyfriend, he got to get on board the Senior Express, the Mark Senior Express. So I'm all aboard that one. But i tell you what. Today, I was just having a look at Zach Lomax because he's been confirmed out somewhere between four and six weeks. He had surgery last night. You know he's at 475K because of the last two performances. Yeah, right. So what's his break-even then? His break-even, for if he was actually going to play this week, is something ridiculous. It's like 80, right? So what you do, you might want to wait for him to come back, hit that, and then pick him up because his round one to six average is 44 and his last two games, because he got injured in one, and then he didn't play well against the Roosters, his average is nine. Yeah, he's break-even 70. There you go. So that's what I mean. It's just like, if he comes back, he might be pretty pretty key, because he's going to miss New South Wales selection now. But if you could tell me at the start of the year you pick up Zach Lomax for 475K, you're doing it every day of the week, right? Well, yeah. And like if I look at my centres, I've got... um. Even the Remus Smith, I've still got Momorowski. I'm pretty loaded in the centres too. Like I, I can make 150k selling Rapana down to him. Yeah, that's what I mean. So if you can do that in a month, that's yeah. not bad, mate. Yeah, well, I think that that's a big thing now. Like it's almost sort of starting to stop looking for those. Like the cheapies are starting to slow down quite a bit. There's a couple sort of waiting in the wings, but 
you can make money just as much by buying someone under price. And yeah, there's quite a few starting to pop up now. Hey, like Lomax actually wasn't one. I didn't realise he was that cheap. So yeah, he uh, he Mate, should he's, be. He's cheaper. In. He's cheaper than Bird now. So we talked about Madison last night. This is equivalent of getting a Porsche at a discount, mate. Like, these boys are supercars. Like, they're just at a discount right now. The wheels are just falling off a touch, but we know what they can do. I need a drag in my team too, so... Um, yeah, it gives you a yeah, reason that, to keep That could watching be a good addition <laughs> with Alvaro getting punted. For sure. Now, who's hot and who's not just off the back of our trades? Now, Corbs, a few of them pretty, you know... When you look at the hot, so it's pretty predictable. You got Reese Walsh at six percent, Zach Sini at four percent, Isaac, uh, sorry Isaiah Papali three percent, Josh Curran three percent, pretty much TPJ at two and a half, and Key on your boy about two and a half percent. So pretty much everyone we've kind of spoken about. So everyone's kind of on the wagon. Who's not again? A little bit predictable because of injuries. Cam Murray, the highest one there, around five percent. Ben Hampton four and a half percent. Still no news today. I think we definitely need news so we can punt him for good. Zach Lomax, nearly 3%. Jordan Rickey at 2%. And then Brett Morris, of course, then as well at 2%. He was not, never really that owned. But that's pretty predictable, yeah? Yeah, I, I think those sort of yeah, make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so as well. Now, just moving on, let's go to gut feels. Let's have a little crack of what we feel might be our best or worst here, Corbs. What are you thinking? Well, I went... Um, I went to I went Harry Grant. I think he he's been sort of performing quite well. Uh, I went him to get beat his break even of sixty five. Okay. So I think he'll have a um a big game. It's not probably going to help anyone because uh, it's only going to sort of cement his spot in Origin. But yeah. I think he's just going to keep getting better and better. It annoys me because well, I've got sort of a quite a few good hookers there and yeah you know you're just going to lose out with him and he's got that he's got the puppy he's he's got smith there so yeah. bellamy's got the luxury of resting him and i think he will over origin but yeah he's going to get his 80 minutes soon uh yeah I he's think almost so. at that time to start getting his 80 minutes and, i reckon it might be tomorrow yeah so i've six it's not a crazy one my other one's a bit crazy go for it I'm saying turbo sub fifty on his hundred. <laughs> <laughs> there could there could be a bit of wishing there because I'm not jumping on him. Um, I'm, capt- yeah. I'm capting him in draft this week, and I've t- you know what I'm going the complete opposite. One of us is going to look like absolute fool on Monday, but uh, I've like gone it. turbo two tries eighty three. Yeah. Oh look, it could happen, and the way he's been going, but he. Last year, like his last few years haven't been red hot. He's just come in so good that there's got to be a little chink in his armour. But yeah, like you said, one of us is going to look like an idiot. And my second one is my ex-crush, Jordan Ricky. He'll score a plus 50 this week. He'll rip the Cowboys apart. He's, he has got it in him. So, yeah. They, He's due. Could be. Who's, what side is he on? Who is He's he on against? left edge. So he'll be on the right. So Condon? He no Connor's on the left. No, Who's the other edge? Oh, it's Shane Wright. Shane Wright. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's Again. due a try. He's due. He hasn't played well that, since probably round three. So I resisted the urge because originally Ricky was in my cut list, but I thought, you know what, I had a little bit of news and they said Alex Grant's still about three weeks away. So he's on a bit of a tightrope, but still, he'll give me three weeks and then maybe he might be able to keep Glenn out of the team. But he's got to have to start performing because he's just missing a few too many tackles. 
not enough involvement. So he's kind of missing those tackle breaks now. That's the biggest thing. That's why he can't break past that mid-30 score because he was scoring a lot of tackle breaks earlier in the year. Now he's kind of just dropped off that. So he's got to get that back into his game, I think. But he could be a really good one if you hold him for that round 13 because he's a bloke that could score you a 70. Mm. Imagine a 70 in a round 13. Oh. Yeah, that could be huge. It would be good. Now, talking about kind of round 13, we'll, we'll go to this one because it was Flogsy that actually sent it through. Ian Floggett, it's his question. So the question on how many players do you have now for round 13 and how many are you plan- planning to play in that round 13? So that was from Flogsy. So you owe him beer, don't you? Uh, no, we're going to have a beer, but I'll probably do owe him now because it's been so long. It's playing really hard to get, mate. Come on. Um, yeah, I have 12 before I've made trades. And also I was bringing bringing one in and getting one out. So I was going to, yes, I was still going to be 12. But now I'm thinking um, going towards the Fogarty that that will give me 13. So I'll, I'll be 13 after this. Probably want to bring in two because, um, yeah, I'm sort of more aiming towards the 17 players around 13. Yep. So I, 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 will, I will probably aim for a minimum 15. I don't want to get to a point like Sini and Fogarty. I think there's value either way with them. Like it's not a wasted trade just for round 13. I don't want to get to a point where I'm bringing in a bloke that's sort of going to upset my overall season just for yeah. round 13, if that makes sense. So yeah. uh, if I get 15 is my aim, so that'll be sort of two more over the next few weeks. And looking at my team, I know, you know, we talked about this last night, a week's a long time and you can get hammered with injuries and HIAs and all the rest. Mm. I, I look actually not too bad. I, I'm pretty happy with even those blokes that are sort of just like a locky croaker even Tex Hoy, I've just left there. Yeah. If he can't play and then plays round 13 as a fullback, that could be another. Um, I've sort of, I'm counting him as at the moment. Yeah. Um, nice cheeky one. What about you? Yeah, I've got 16 players eligible, but that's including Cleary and Walsh. So really, it's only 14. And then you think I'm co- I'm kind of carrying Gutho as well, Sini, and then Ricky. So I need a few things to go my way. So realistically, right now, if today was round 13. I would say 14. And I'm the same as you. Minimum 15 I'm going to go for. But realistically, yep. I want to go to 17 because i just got no idea what's going to happen in that second buy because there's just going to be origin players that don't back up, injuries along the way, and then obviously we're going to be trading in and out as well. But I made a bit of a target list, especially after last night. My target list for the next kind of few weeks is I probably won't make another trade for a couple of weeks. just want to see how it falls. The players that I can lose and I think I will lose is Angus – Crichton and Christian Walsh, guaranteed. And then Josh Schuster and Tommy Turbo are right on that kind of crusp, depending on what happens with everyone else. But the target list at the moment, Jamal Fogarty, you spoke about him. Really keen on Ryan Madison, because I think we're going to pick him up real cheap. David Clemmer, that we spoke about last night, the Cheese and TPJ. But I'm just getting this feeling, a bad feeling, that TPJ is going to get picked for origin. I saw that today when he was like, I hope I'm in the mix. And I mean, he, he does offer a lot off the bench. Oh, does he? he what? And he's got that kind of edge. He'll, that's the thing, you know, Mark brought up Yo yesterday. Yo does not have the same impact as, as he does. So I think Yo needs to start or he won't be in the team. He just not the same cover on the edge. Like TPJ is a genuine edge and middle. There's not a lot of guys in the game that can say that. And I know that we talked about last night, he can lose you a game as well. But. Yeah. I think Freddie needs some explosive players. I think he found that out last year that the 
Queenslanders, especially with Tino and stuff, offering a little bit more that we just didn't have. And he needs to kind of match them with five. Like we've got some generally good players, but not that kind of really tough enforcer that you'll send on for twenty minutes and just go go out there and rip some heads off, you know? Well, yeah, well you've got like Frizzell, uh, Jake Turbo, then you've got um Cam Murray. They're they're all sort of just very reliable, do their job, but they're they're no um destructive feeder Pengai Junior build, are they? Well you're not sending him on to you need that kind of Change you know, the that too. Kent, you know, you need a Kent. Yeah, well, because I've still got, I've got uh, Fafita Cleary, who I'm, you know, definite outs, and Capewell, who yeah. I'm saying is going to play. So they, they were another three that I didn't count because I just know their origin. But I've also got Pengai and Gutho, I guess, who are my two worries. So I've mm. included them, but I'm hoping they don't play. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but we're both going hard for this first one, and hopefully. We have got a good ranking in the lead up because I think it's going to be very, very important to go hard, hard early, and then after that, I'll probably keep. I've already made a list of guys like RTS and Torhu Harris that I kind of want back in once that first buy is gone as well. And who knows, Jason Tamulolo might run into some form. Sean Johnson might run into some form. So, how many trades do you have though? You've just rattled off another. <laughs> I've actually no. That's the other thing I was thinking about today. So at the conclusion of round eighteen. I want nine trades. Yeah, okay. To finish the season, and then I'll do one trade per week in the lead up to the end. If none, I will try to do none. Yeah, well, I was going through sort of players today. Like I think with a Crichton, I don't think I'll get rid of him. I think he's sort of just he's a bloke that I want to get back in again. So he's I was I was looking through players that I will punt, but yeah, he's he's in that sort of Fafita Cleary, just genuine keeper. Um, stage and like even at Braley and Watson have just still ticking over and doing their job so well. Mm, like, I know that Harry Grant and others are there, but when Braley's like punching out, what's his average? His average is 70 points. Mm. Like, Grant's not going to get if Grant's getting it was a talk like last night, an extra five points average or three points average, like a 73. Yeah, is that worth a trade? because like, they're going to be so valuable. So, yeah, that'll be a tough one to figure out at the end. Mm, totally agree. All right, next question was from Matthew Lippiat Sidman, and he wanted us to rank our top three players from the start of the year in each position up until now, which is round nine. So why don't we kick, us, kick it off with wing fullbacks? You got your notes in front of you there? Yeah, you always throw me. I'll start with hooker. Oh, you yeah, go, no. We can go hooker if you want. <laughs> no, no, go wing hooker. Mix it up. All right, so why don't you do your three, then I'll do my three. Yeah, a lot of mine are fairly like, uh, but like they're no surprises. Like little Pappy was at the forefront. Um, a lot of people got him once he got the goal kicking, but made 200K, I think the second highest average or, or but sort of sitting the same as for feeder, uh, 75.2. I, I was just looking at price they made and averages. Mm. And yeah, he was at top list. Toto. Just tackle break king. Uh, he's made another 170k, yep. 62.3 with his average. So just blitzing it. Yep. And and the other one was Latrell. Uh, there was a lot. There's a couple of like Dane Laurie was probably unlucky to not make it in, but Latrell was scoring at that 61. Yeah. Made 180k, just a solid keeper. Um, if he didn't go for four weeks, like it was just too long a period and. Uh, but yeah, that were my three, and 
I'd like to have those three at the end of the year. Yeah, I have the exact same three. Only difference is I got Brian Toho as number one, and the only reason why I put him number one is because he played all eight games. I just think yeah. he just didn't miss, a, so he made more points from him. And then yeah. you're right with Trell. Like we started the season with Teddy, two hundred k more expensive than him, and he's averaging more than Teddy. Teddy's lost money. Trell's made us nearly two hundred grand. So. That's, yeah, a, that's a no-brainer. So I agree, mate. If that's at the end of that round 18, and I've, if I've got two of those three, I'll be a very, very happy man, I reckon. Yeah, big time. All right, moving on. Centre. Corby, do you want me to kick it off? Yeah, go. All right, I've got Peach as number one. I think that dual positioning's really, really just come through. He's making money as well. Two, I've got Jordan Rapana. I think he's come back to reform, and he's doing great stuff. And again, gives that you that dual positioning as well. We continue to score try. And three, Momorowski, he's made 158k. You go your three. I just want to ask you a question about Momo in a sec, actually, Corbs. Well, Momorowski was my first one. Um, 158k made 46.2. It's just finding a line. Second was Rapana. Um, just wound back the clock, killing it, and just looks really busy. Geez, I like those busy players because they just seem to rack up the uh, the stats and the points. Yep. My third was a bit of a roughy uh, Opacic. Yeah, who, he's done good. Um, bit of a pod there for those that jumped on, but he's made good coin and he's just a, a sort of safe 42, 40 average there uh, in the centre lot. Yeah, a couple of Peachy, there's Remus, Avril and Peachy were others that I sort of was looking at, but they were my top three. Yeah, so question time now. I don't want to scare everyone. And Momo's a friend of the show, so he's a great player as well. I've got a feeling he's not going to get back in the team. Yeah, it's that Burton. He, how good is he? And do you reckon the backflip's on? Yeah. Because, mate, you're right. I reckon, you know what? Burden's that good. He's close to being the best centre in the comp now. Well, if they if they punt him for Momorowski, then, well, okay, if they keep Burton in the team, then there's more likely the backflip's going to happen. Potentially. Because what's he got till June to backflip or something? But then he does. Yeah. He doesn't want to play centre because he's a, he's a natural five eight. He wants the ball in his hands. But when you have a look at what he can do for himself and everyone around him, I just think they're a better team with him in the starting lineup than the, him in the bench and Momo starting. If anything, I reckon Charlie Staines would be the one I would punt and put Momo on the wing. But well, I know I Charlie Staines think- is a favourite of the team and he needs development, right? So yeah, but develop him in the. Reggie's. Yeah, I still I think he's way too little and he just gets ragged out of it. He, all his tries are on the back of his feet. If he was playing in any other team, he would and he yeah, he wouldn't be making the team. He's Look, lucky he's in the Panthers. Good player and we're freak in the future, but I just don't I think he needs to yeah. bide his time. Cuz that's why I didn't want Momo to fight the charge cuz that extra week now. If Burden has another blinder, that just increases the chances of him not coming back in the team. So we could nearly be trading out Momo next week. Jeez, that hurts me just holding him. I know. That's what I mean. I, I kind of felt really bad saying it, but I'd rather be honest because it's a real possibility that everyone's going to have to think about because Burden yeah. is just that good. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, it's a worry. Yeah. All right. Halves time. Who you got? Yeah. <laughs> The unicorn at number one. <laughs> Who would have thought 970K and he'd still make money? Did you see his break even this week? It's like 95. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he beat it. Who's uh, it in number two, mate? Second is Sammy Walker. Okay. Just 
like 263k made and still got a break even of minus 13. He's going to, he could be a genuine keeper towards the end. Um, but if not, geez, you've made some serious coin on him. Yep. Uh, and the last one, I sort of stole this one from you, but I couldn't help it that with the Chad. Yeah. 210k made. We talked about a lot, and I don't think any of us got on him. <laughs> um, but it's time to punt him, and you'll just go to Fogarty or um, Moses yeah. for sure. But considering, yeah, I totally agree with that. Considering he opened at a mid 400s. And yeah. he just totally dominated that first seven rounds. So great little cash cow, Chatty Townsend. And the only difference I had was Jerome Muse at number two. I just think he's been playing outstanding and he's really going to break three now. Averaging 57 now. End of origin, I reckon he'll be averaging about 65. Yeah. But that's probably me just because he's in my draft team. But the next one, uh, edge time. I'll start us off. I think we're both going to have David Fafita in there. Pretty yeah. even one. He's nearly touching a million dollars. I think Isaiah Papali for me deserves a second one. I think he's the highest money maker, isn't he? Papali at three hundred twenty-one k adding. That's pretty good. Uh, I think Brayley, Jaden Brayley, made three seventy-two. There you go. He's the highest. But oh, yeah. Papali is in number number two. Yep. Good looking out. And the last guy I've got is Tor Harris. Just missed consistency. And I had him too. Just yeah. held his price and the yeah. sixty-five point seven. I actually had um. Papali in the mids with the jewel. Oh, I had Schuster, number okay. two. Yeah, that's fair. He's um, he's come from nowhere and a nice little cash cow there, right? Yeah, yep. Nice middle time. I've kind of just put ank- – I just really, didn't really rate a lot of middles here. Why don't you start us off, Coles? Um, Papali'i, yep. I went as uh, number one. He's just – yeah, you could have had him in number one. Yeah, even over Fafita, the way he's just surprised everyone. Oh, I then had uh, TPJ – just on his last three-game average, 71, just hitting his straps in that second row yep. spot. And I didn't actually have Crotton in there. My, my third one was Watson, who's just sort of – he's made some good cash and quite a solid option just in the mid yeah. um, and the dual, uh, 53 average. If Yeah, for what you bought him at and you're getting that solid 50 each week. I think he's uh, he's been really good. Yeah, I had Angus number one, TPJ number two, and then the guy, probably not a lot of people have even considered, Ryan Sutton. I just think he's been playing outstanding. He's already made yeah. close to 150K, and people were not a believer. I think a lot of people are believing now because in that pack where Sticky giving no one minutes, there is one guy that's getting minutes. His name's Ryan Sutton. He's playing quite Wait, well too. Just quietly, what the Raiders, they have imploded. What's happening? I, I tipped I tip them to be... Pushing top four, <laughs> I even think the I premiership the comp, mate. Yeah, I think I did, and mate, they they're in all sorts. Yeah, they definitely are, mate. Definitely are. Now, final position, hooker. I've got Reed Marnie number one. Uh, Brails yeah. Brails at number two. That's Jaden Braley, and I put Connor Rotten in there as my third pick, and I thought he was been outstanding. Same, pretty, same thing as what you said, pretty much. He's made a ton of money, and he's reliability between that mid and that hooker position. So. And bench position, perfect benchy. So, yeah, I had the same two, number one and two, but I uh, chucked in Lockie Croker as my third. I didn't realise he he made one hundred seventy eight k, pretty good, and he's just been a, a nice slow burn. He's actually been pretty good in uh, playing a few early games for me with the loop, and yep. uh, there was one week he he scored quite well, got a fifty four, which was a, a handy little addition. So, yeah, he's been uh, pretty good for me. Still got the break even of 
Yeah, he's been Birdie. good because I punted him after round one. Remember, he had a shocker against the Roosters, and then yeah. a lot of people got off him. But good on you for keeping him because he's made some good cash for you. Break even of thirty two, which isn't a real worry um, for him, and even with Cust on the bench because his average is forty. So oh, he's a bloke you can just sort of keep there, and he just keeps ticking along. If I can get him through, just to help me through the origin period, uh, that'll be a good one. Cool. All right, let's do punters club, and then we'll finish off with some tips, mates. All right, Corbs, uh, fire away. What's your three-legged multi for this week, my friend? Well, ours sort of go against each other a little bit. With the, I'm really riding Tommy not to do well this week. Uh, I went Sydney, uh, Rabbits, and Storm. Yep. Anytime try scorer, the Olam. I think he's been quiet. It's been all Remus Smith. I, I think the Olam's due. Okay. He's a bulky, bulky thing, and the, the outside backs for the Rabbits – yeah, I, I like him. The Raiders and Knights down there in Wagga. I checked the weather. It's not going to be too wet, just a bit cloudy. Over 43 and a half. I think they're two teams that are desperate. The ball will be thrown around. Defense has been pretty ordinary for both as well. Yep. I do like cheering on the overs because every point's a win. Uh, and then the last one is I've just gone the Warriors at for the win. Over Eagles at two dollars eighty. You just want to ruin just Tommy's day. What's wrong with you? Well, as soon as I sent this punt through, you go. You do realise it's Tommy's hundredth, and I was like, "Yeah, so what?" <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> oh, I think the, the Warriors have that bounce back game in them, and they've got a few blokes back that will really like want to sort of prove themselves. Um, I think Brownie sort of kept them out for long enough that, yeah, I think Big Katoa and do you reckon Chanel's going to play or no? That's a good question. Yeah, possibly. Because they'll come back firing if they do. But, yeah, there's my three. That was uh, $13. They've got an impressive yeah, ex- extended bench, don't they, the Warriors this week? It's a, it's a good chance. They wanna, yeah. They'll have to win because they're right on that crust of the, the top eight. This is a really important game for both teams. So that's quite interesting. And then uh, actually South. South's pretty much – Said today that Dean Hawkins, that was kind of my mail that he would start. It's a bit of a smoke screen they sent out yesterday with Cody Walker at number six, but he'll play fullback. The only other thing, I, I know some more mail, but the only other one I'll give you is Joy Arrow won't be starting. So you guys yeah. can work out the rest. There's going to be someone else that, rem- that rhymes with m- most. Yeah. He'll be starting on the edge, and there's another one called Neon. He'll be starting at lock. If you can't get, yeah. if you can't re- read between those lines, I'm never was giving you mail again. Was a pause just to let people work that out? Yeah, pretty much. They probably had to go. Who's this neon bloke? <laughs> All right. So what's your What's your bet, mate? I've gone. You know what? I've gone two out of three the last three weeks. I've been right up oh, there. I know. I know. Well, I've been riding you and just thinking, geez, hold us up, hold I us know, up, mate. Had a few lean weeks. Yeah. So I've gone Melbourne and line. I think they're going to easily do that seven and a half. I think South's in trouble tomorrow. I've got any time Tommy Turbo to score plenty on his 100th game. And I'm going to back my boy, Brian Kelly, because he's been very close the last three weeks. Dropped the ball over the line a couple of times as well. So I think he's due. He hasn't scored a try this year. So I think he's due, my friend. Yeah, not bad. What was that coming in at? Sorry, Forbes, that's at $8.90 for those three legs, my friend. Very good. Gamble cool. responsibly. All right, let's quickly go to the GOAT, and then we'll come back with our tips to wrap it up here, Cole. Jeremy Lattimore into an upright, and Jeremy has gone in. I'm the GOAT. I'm the GOAT. Man, I'm the GOAT. Everybody watch out. 
Joining us on the line is the tipping master and the goat himself, Jeremy Lattimore. That's it. How are you, bud? Good, mate. How are you? Doing good, mate. Welcome back. Sorry about that last week. I know everyone missed your tips, but let's rip in a few a few bitties this week. Round nine, the Rabbitohs at Stadium Australia. They're $3.25 this morning. A few players out, Reynolds, Murray, a few others. Uh, Storm, pretty hot favourite at $1.35. Who are you liking this one, Lat? Yeah, mate. I lean to Melbourne Storm. They obviously got the win on round one, and um, you touch on all them outside back injuries. I think there's a few guys like Braden Byrne has he played one game in reserve grade in 12 months. Tane Milne hasn't played much first, much first grade, and um, you know the Melbourne Storm are the uh, king of exploiting an edge. So I think that will really get challenged on the weekend. Yeah, correct. Now Friday, mate, the Panthers are the Buck Ten versus the Sharkies at Bluebet Stadium in Penrith, 6 p.m. kickoff. Who are you liking? Oh, mate, absolute landslide out there on Friday. I'm going with the Panthers. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to agree with you. This one could be a little bit more close. Bankwest Stadium, Eels versus Roosters, 7.55. Teddy back for the Roosters. Eels looked pretty good last week against the Doggies. This favourite to the Buck 57, Roosters 2.40. Who are you liking? Look, I don't know. The Roosters are just continually surprising me. Obviously, they keep losing key players, but they keep performing. And um, the young kids obviously really established himself now as a, a genuine first grader. Um, Have you seen a better eighteen-year-old than that? Left? No, he, he's and he's so good to watch. He's uh, he, he's obviously a cool, calm, and collected. And uh, mate, it, it has the ladies lining up in the eastern suburbs. He's not a bad <laughs> No, no doubt. He'd be living in a dream for the next 20 years, I reckon. But um, <laughs> honestly, I, I don't know. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean towards the Roosters in an upset. I, I, okay. Yeah, I, I went to last week. I hit one out of about three. I got the Broncos, but that was it. But I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go the Roosters. Nice. Now, next game is Raiders versus Knights. That's at Wagga Wagga. 3 p.m. at McDonald's Park. Raiders buck fifty. They've lost a couple in a row, and the Knights at 260 again. They've lost a couple in a row as well. Who are you liking, Alex? Yeah, probably going to go the Raiders. I just think, obviously, they sh- should have been coming out of the box the last couple of weeks and they haven't been able to jag a win. But, you know, there's been a fair bit said this week. Joey, uh, Joey Tynes, this has come out and criticised Ricky and he, he would have given him a rock. Set and hey, I, was about to, I was about to ask you that, lads. Like, with your missus, is, do you have to set ground rules, like with Instagram? Like, can she not post about coaching during your career? Yeah, look, I, I, I don't know if that's a partner's place. Um, obviously, what generally goes on inside the walls of the rugby league club stay inside, and especially when it comes to, you know, getting news. And I imagine if my wife was complaining about what I was getting off the bench every week. She'd be sending a message every week. <laughs> Should we do it? Like in 200 games. Uh, she would have been cashing in. But look, I, look, I just think that, that needs to stay behind closed doors. But, you know, that, that could be a turning point for that. Ricky would have flew into Joey, and Joey might respond and come out and have a big game. Papali's back in the side this week after a week off. Um, Knights obviously got a victory last week, and uh, I just feel like it's time for um, yeah, the Raiders to snap their losing streak. Nice. Now the Derby up in Queensland, mate. The Cowboys are the buck fifty-four there. They host the Broncos at two fifty. Broncos coming off a nice little win. Who you going this one, Matt? Yeah, Cowboys have been they've been going well. They've, they've turned the corner a little bit. Um, Broncos. Obviously, big win the other day. I read something in the media yesterday where Kevin given them a dog full training yesterday because they kept dropping the ball. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether they thought we'll find a game that takes a bit of pressure off. So, 
I might lean to the hometown favourites here and go to the Cowboys. Nice. Now, our last one on Saturday, so it's a 5.30 game. The Tigers up for a nice little win against the Draggies, and they're hosting the Campbelltown, the Titans. The Titans are actually a favourite for the Dolphins. Tigers at 250, which is kind of juicy. Who are you liking this one? Mate, I have not hit the Tigers all year, so I'm going to go against them again and just pray that the Titans come and play. Obviously, they didn't play <laughs> the travel last time in Mudgee, but, um, you know, they're coming off a, a loss last week. So, so they're going to be hungry, but how hungry? We'll see how they Nice. Now, two to go, the Manly Seagulls. Tommy Travoy versus 100th game, and they host the Warriors. They beat them a few weeks ago, 13 12. That was no Tommy. They're hot favourites now to buck forty five against two seventy five for the Warriors. Who are you liking? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go the uh, the boys there. Uh, different beasts with Tommy in the side, and you just touched on a hundred games but at, at home. Um, it's only fitting they get the victory for the big guy, so I'll lean for them. Mate, do you like this Reese Walsh? Yeah, he's, like, he's pretty talented, isn't he? He's very young. Yeah. He's very confident, and um. You know, you got him and Walker. That, that, that'll be uh, lighting up the NRL for the next 10 years. It's awesome to see. Totally agree, mate. Can't wait to watch this one. All right, last game, mate. Your Draggies, they've lost three in a row. The Doggies, they've come up. Well, they're playing a little bit better, but they're back at Jubilee Stadium. They're struck at Jubilee Stadium at 4 p.m. That should be an absolutely beautiful time to play footy. A buck one for the Dragons and a Bulldogs at 3.50. Who are you liking? Mate, I am liking the Dragons. I need the boys snap the losing streak and Broncos, oh, so Bulldogs, you know, they're, they're a team who they need a lot of things to go right to get the victory, so I'm hoping that the, the boys don't play into their hands like they hit the Tigers last week, so yeah, this one too, so come on the Dragons. Are you working out there on Sunday, Dad? I oh, will be, mate, I've been uh, having a few clashes with my uh, own football, I've been playing down in Midigong, but... Uh, oh, that's right, how did that travel? Hey, it's been good. It's been good fun. Uh, great group of lads down there at Midtigong. And, um, yeah, we've won, we've won the two games to play. And we're playing a team on the weekend who's got beat by the money last week. So, I... Uh, wow. Are you goal-kicking? Hey? you goal-kicking this week? No, I'm, I'm going to go... I'm going to sit out the week. I got a bit of a rib injury last week. And we got a tough loss the four games after this game. So, I'll, I'll step aside and I'll let a young bloke have a crack. And then I'll, I'll go to watch the Dragons play on the weekend. So, Jake and Cotton Wolf, that's what's happening right now. The Jake and Cotton Wolf, saving himself for the big dog the week after. They'll be the team to beat, so I'll keep myself on off till then. I love it. Thanks again for your tips, and we'll catch up with you next week. Let's see. No, let's catch up. All right, Corbs, that was the GOAT. Let's finish off with our tips, and we'll start tomorrow night with the depleted Rabbitohs at 3.25 against the Storm at buck thirty five. Who are you going there, Corby? Yeah, I think Storm, and I think Grant's just going to be um, ridiculous. Yeah, nice. I think he'll yeah, go to another level. Totally agree. Next one, uh, Panthers, really hot favourites, buck ten against the Sharky, seven bucks. Blue bet, who you got? Yeah, Panthers. Yeah, nice. I'm going to stick with the Panthers as well. Next one's going to be pretty interesting. Bank West, Eels versus Roosters, Friday night. Eels' favourite, $1.57 against the Roosters, two forty. Oh, I think the Roosters have had a couple of tough ones. I think the Eels here. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Eels as well at home. Next one's it's at Wagga Wagga. So Raiders hosting the Knights. Raiders buck 50 against the Knights, two sixty. Two low teams at the moment. I'm going Raiders. Yeah, I'm going Raiders too, bud. All right, Turning the page now, the 5.30 game is Campbelltown. So West Tigers at 2.50 versus the Titans at a buck 54. I'm going Tigers here. Yeah. I think there's a little roll on. And 
I also have a few tigers in my uh, classic, so I'm <laughs> sort of riding the bandwagon. I totally agree. I think that's going to happen as well. Now, Saturday at Townsville, Cowboys a buck fifty four against the Broncos at two fifty. I've got Broncos here. Do you? Yeah, another bit of a roughy. Yeah, I might change that because I don't like Jake Clifford. And I think Tavita yeah. might go big. So I think you're right. I'm going to go Bronx there as well. Now, turning the page, Sunday, 2 p.m., Tommy Turbo's Manly Seagulls in his 100th game and he's <laughs> captaining my team too. $1.45 against the hapless Warriors, two seventy-five. I'm flying the flag for the New Zealand Warriors here. Hopefully uh, boost us up in the New Zealand sports fantasy. Big Cole Lomas is going to love you. He's on next Tuesday, by the way, mate. I just spoke to him before. so. Mate, we'll be celebrating my win. Yeah, nice. And Curtis McNamara will be replacing you next Wednesday. All right, yeah. final final game, Sunday, 4 p.m. at Nistrata Jubilee Stadium. They also call it Shark Park. Dragons, $1.31 against the Bulldogs, <laughs> three fifty. That is, They're never going to call it Shark Park. Uh, I'm going the Draggies here. It's got, surely got to bounce back. If we lose the Dogs, got too many Dogs, mates, they're going to give it to me. Yeah, true. I reckon you're right. I reckon the Draggies as well, my man. Yeah, very good. All right, Corby, good show, mate. Uh, plenty of info there. Have a good weekend, mate, and hopefully we get a few of these punts up. Yeah, I reckon we will. All right, we'll check you on the Sunday show, my man. Right, mate. See Catch you later. Up.